Welcome and thank you for joining Save Our Sisters Unplugged. If you're ready to hear the survival to success stories of brave and intelligent women, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be letting our hair down and gaining insight into how women have overcome their life struggles. My name is Noreen Foy and I'll be your host. Now let's get started. Happy New Year, everyone. I hope your year is off to a great start. I want to personally thank everyone for their support of this second season. Special big ups goes out to all the beautiful people who were brave enough to put themselves out there and share their stories on my podcast. I hope you were inspired by their stories. So in today's episode, I will be giving a recap of 2022 and sharing insight on what's coming for the new year. Your girl was busy last year. I'm still working in corporate America, so I had to really manage my time. Despite all that, I still managed to bang out at least 31 episodes, including those where I was the guest on someone else's podcast. So I'm so excited to share with you what I've been doing. So let's get started. January, we kicked it off with Joydma Alamo, and our discussion was on women in leadership. She is such an amazing spirit. If you do not know her, I think you need to get to know her. She has, oh my gosh, she has inspired me. She talked about growing up in the slums of Puerto Rico and how she elevated herself in life. We got into a really good conversation on the STEM programs that she supports, where she's trying to empower young girls, you know, so little girls that may have grown up like her and she's wanting to help them to elevate themselves as well so that was a really great conversation and it was really good to kick the year off with that one so i was really excited to speak with joy ma on that february i did two episodes the first one was with jessica dull and we talked about blended families her fiance and her they each have their own children and when they came together under one roof It got interesting, so we talked about that. And if anyone has been blending their family, you know exactly what that's all about. You have so many different personalities to consider. Not only that, now you have to take on the task of parenting someone else's child, and that could be tricky. So Jessica was very candid talking about that, what works for their family structure, and uh, gave some great tips on what you may want to try for your own. So that was an amazing conversation. Next, I spoke with Jada Jordan, and the topic was Homeless to Humanitarian. We talked about how Jada divorced her husband because of domestic abuse and how her and her young daughter ended up homeless. And as a result of that experience, she created Transition on Queens Foundation, which is designed to help women who have been in domestic abuse situations to find housing. I think when most people think of homeless people, they think that everyone's on the street. You could be couch surfing, you could be living in Airbnbs. It's the state of not having your own personal residence. I'm glad that she did not end up physically on the street with her daughter, but it was traumatic enough because 
having a school-aged child and being homeless and having to depend on others, that could be very hard, especially while you're still trying to fight for custody and get through your divorce. You know, it's a lot to manage. So we were able to really get through that discussion. In March, I did two episodes there. I did a solo episode talking about words hurt because they do. And a lot of people, including myself, um, take that for granted sometimes. Um, I will share a little thing. You know, I had a friend, he's a guy, and I have the mindset that men don't feel things. And of course, don't judge me. I was younger. <laughs> this is about 20, 25 years ago. Um, but anyway, you know, I just had the mindset that men don't hurt in that way. So I could say what I want. I could scorch the earth and they'll be fine. Well, I I read this guy for filth and I truly hurt his feelings. And I didn't realize it until he told me that. So that was my lesson learned. So, yeah, words hurt. And um, I was glad to really share some information on that so that we can all be mindful of what we say to people because we just never know what they're retaining. And you don't want to be the person that hurts someone else. After that episode, I got into a discussion with Erica Baird about overcoming and leading through adversity. She is an amazing lady. She was the first African-American to graduate from her um, university in Arizona. So that was amazing. We discussed her mother's experience in raising a biracial child. Her mother's Caucasian and her father's African-American. So she talked about how it was for them to really grow up in that environment and what it meant for her. And then translating that to when she got into corporate America, how that also played out and all the things that she needed to do to really overcome all of that. She also created an employee resource group to help African-Americans excel on the job. So it's like each one reach one. When one makes it, you go back and you pull the other sister up, you know, things like that. So that group is still around today. So it was really amazing to speak with her about that and pick her brain on the motivation behind it and how it has progressed and how it's doing now. And even though she's left the company, it still goes on. And of course, she is still the queen of that program. It's unfortunate that we need those groups, but I'm glad that they're around because there is a certain certain struggle that black and brown people in corporate America go through. It's just not talked about as much. So in April, I did three interviews. Uh, my first one was with Leah Forney. And um, she was talking about how to turn your pain into power. And what is amazing is Leah is an eight-time author. Not only does she teach you how to write your own books from start to finish, and also how to excel in your podcast, how to show up, all the things you need to know to grow and monetize your podcast. She also has her own podcast called Hey Queen Thrive. She told her compelling story about her relationship with her mother and she had a sexual assault that she discussed as well from those experiences that happened to her, how she thrived through them and created her business and started everything around that and how she just came out on top. And it's just such an amazing story to listen to and you, you have to really get into that because I think you're going to be so amazed 
at what she's gone through. After I did her interview, I was uh, speaking with Coach Keisha Woods. Upgrading your mindset was the topic that we spoke about because we all have to upgrade our mindsets. New year, new mindset. She also shared her story about her and her mother, um, the experiences and the relationships that they have, which ironically were identical to Leah Forney's story, both very traumatic. Um, but both women just came out of this, both coaches, you know, and just leaned into empowering women and helping them through their pain and making sure that they thrive in life. So that's what I really love about this is that women empowering other women. This is what we need. This is what we're all about. Well, after those two interviews, I spoke with Terrell Smith Bradford. And uh, she was teaching us all about how to discover our inner power. Now, listen, there's a lot of women around here that do not realize their power and they don't walk in their purpose. Well, Terrell and I discussed her divorce and how she came out of that and in creating a journal to help you um, channel your thoughts in going through the process because if anyone's been divorced you know it's not an easy process it is very tough sometimes it gets very ugly but out of this she created the book the domino effect of divorce that's a great great book that helps you to cope with all of that and the journal goes with it so you have the book and you have the journal it's best to buy them as a set because i think they're better together in may I did two interviews. Uh, the first one was with First Lady Marcia Bolden. I love her. She's such a sweet lady. And she just reminds me of Pastor Sarah Jakes Roberts because they're just both phenomenal women. And um, they're so humble, but so wise. Just this quiet power about them. We talked about overcoming workplace trauma. Now, when we had our sis chat and we were discussing what we would talk about on the podcast, I laid out so many things. It was like I was talking to my therapist. I didn't even realize I'd been through so much at work until I started talking to her. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I was really having some serious trauma at work. And I just shoved it down because I didn't think that there were avenues out there that helped people with that. Well, this is what she does in her coaching business. She will get you together. She would help you find your purpose, you know, whether it's be in one place or maybe your purpose might be doing something different. Maybe it might be in a different business unit. Well, she will help you with all of that. And on top of that, she also wrote a book called Cloud of Witnesses, A Sister's Survival Guide for the Workplace. How genius is that? Not only does she coach you through it, but there's a book that has stories by multiple women. It's an anthology project. These are the stories of multiple women who's shared their workplace experiences and how they came out of it. And they all left tips on how you can also grow out of that yourself. I thought that was a really good interview because a lot of people really struggle in the workplace. Not that the pandemic has hit, maybe not as much anymore because most people are still um, working from home. So they don't really deal with the population like that anymore. Um, but it's good to know that there's a book out here that we can read other women's stories and just get some tips for ourselves. So we'll know how to conduct ourselves in the workplace when we have to go back in. After that interview, 
I spoke with the amazing Simone Blair Walker, my Jamaican sister, and she talked about unlocking the blueprint to personal success. She also wrote a book, How Can I Win? She actually came about this book idea in the shower, just thinking about her life. And then she just thought, how can I win? And this came out of a frustrated place. How can I win? So she just wrote that book, detailed her stories and talked about how she got out of it. And it was just an amazing conversation with her. She has a YouTube channel where she shares her Jamaican recipes and she will teach you how to cook ackee and saltfish and curry goats and, you know, all those things. <laughs> how to add your yam and bananas and your plantains to your food and, you know, all these ground provisions that we eat in the Caribbean. She's such a sweet spirit and she's so humble. And it was just a great time to just really speak with her and just pick her brain about how she went from nothing to something. And this was all on the inspiration of her grandmother. It's always good to have those older women that pour into you and help you realize what your purpose in life is, because sometimes we just don't know. In June, I tackled a very controversial topic of abortion, and I spoke with Luz Nazario, who shared her redemption story. She was very candid in telling her story because when people talk about abortions, there's a lot of shame that goes with it, and there's a lot of judgment that comes from other people. So when she shared that, it was right around the time where Roe versus Wade was being overturned. She said she was afraid to ask me if she could share this on my podcast because she thought I would say no. And I'm like, no, the purpose of the podcast is for women to share the survival to success stories. So I would never turn that down because it is a learning lesson for all of us. And listen, every saint has a past and every sinner has a future. So no one person has room to judge another. That was her journey. She's learned from it. She believed that she has been redeemed. And it is a really compelling story. And I applaud her for being so brave and sharing it. Because I know there's a lot of women out there that have had abortions. But they would never talk about it. And I think she was really brave to come out and just share her truth. Also in June... I started a fatherhood series where I invited men on the podcast. The men were in the queen's domain and they did not disappoint. I did five episodes. Um, the first two I did with Robbie Chris. Big shout out to him. The first one was his story of how him and his wife were going through separation and divorce and how that all played out. We talked about his relationship with his father his relationship with his sons and his son's relationships with their children. So it was really good to hear how that generational fathering was happening, but the instruction came from his father. So all the lessons learned, he just passed it on. That's what really, really touched me about his story. Part two was about how women need to understand when they're keeping their children from their fathers, what that does, how that breaks down, how that feels from the father's perspective and how that feels from the child's perspective and how it's just wrong. Listen, he did not hold back. But the whole point of this is for women to understand where our misstep could be, because sometimes when we're in the anger, 
we're not thinking about what the other person is going through. We're just thinking, hey, we're angry. This is what I'm feeling. This is what I want to do. But at the end of the day, actions have consequences. I also had the pleasure of speaking with Aaron Adams, Clive Vanterpool, and David Turner about their fatherhood stories. Equally amazing. Equally amazing. The guys did not disappoint. I mean, I learned so much. And like I said, the point of this podcast is for women to understand the male experience. The male experience and the male knowledge is so important. This is the reason why God put man and woman together. And we have to work as a team to raise our children. And when that unit is broken down, we can't just keep our children from their parent. It is wrong. And the child hurts most of all. So the men were very open, very raw in their emotions. If they were angry at the time, they said it. They spoke their truth. And listen, you have to listen to these five episodes. You will learn a lot. They drop some nuggets too for men in the struggle. What they should do when they're in the struggle. What they should do when they're out of the struggle. How they should work through the court system how they should keep their composure in the chaos. Because unfortunately, when families are broken down, the children naturally would go with the mother. And it's very hard, very hard for the courts to really take the children from the mother. So the father's job is so hard. So they were really amazing in sharing their stories. And I will keep this series going. So look out for another fatherhood series coming Father's Day. So in August, I was a guest on Coach K Woods podcast and uh, Empowering Real Talk. And listen, we were just talking about how we as women need to show up for each other where there's no need to compete. We're all in this together. We need to pull each other up. We are our sister's keeper and we need to link arms in this world that we're in. Instead of trying to tear each other down, we don't have to be craps in a barrel. We have to really look out for each other. We really broke that all down and um, we got real deep with it. That was a great episode and I really enjoyed being on the other side of the interview. I really enjoyed that. And of course, I followed that up with the small business with Lori Brooks. She invited me to her podcast. And again, I was interviewee and she just basically asked me, where was this podcast going? Where did the idea for it come from? What do I hope to ascertain with getting this podcast out here? Who is my audience? Why do I have this niche? You know, and why is it important for women to stick together? That was a really, really good time. I really enjoyed being on the Lori Brooks show. So continuing September, I did two solo episodes. The first one was Forgiveness is Powerful. And the second one was self-reflection. Both are very self-explanatory. You know, when you hold on to anger and you don't want to forgive, you're the only one that's hurting because the person that you're mad at, they fluff their pillow and go to sleep every night, snore the place down. They're good to go. But you're up all night with your anger because you don't know how to channel it and move on. So you have to just forgive them. And sometimes you have to forgive without the apology. I've had to do it on several occasions. 
it's not right because when people are wrong, they should just be able to hold themselves accountable, make amends to the person that they've wronged so that you can both move on. But there are times where people just cannot see where they're wrong in a situation and you just have to do this for yourself. Forgiveness is not for them. It is for you and you deserve peace. Remember that. So in my self-reflection episode, man, I was just having a moment. I was just in my feelings and I just had to let some things out. I was thinking about how I was feeling as a parent, just some things that was on my mind that I just needed to just let it out, you know, so listen to that. I mean, and it's always good to do self-reflection because that's how you self-correct. You have self-awareness is so important and People shouldn't always have to point that out. You should also be aware of your good traits, your bad traits, you know, how you can clean up your flaws, how you can right your wrongs. You know, there's nothing wrong with self-reflection. So that is a pretty good listen. I started October off talking about the reverse puberty, a.k.a. the change. Now, if you're a woman over 50, you already know those are two words that we cannot tolerate the change we're talking menopause people okay and it's not fun here i just got to the villa and i have already unpacked and i hate it here and i just don't like being out of control i don't like hot flashes i don't like night sweats because i have never been a person that sweats at all i could go to the gym and work out for hours and never break a sweat here comes miss menopause and all of a sudden, I'm waking up in the middle of the night, like drenched. I have to take a shower. It's just crazy. I don't like my hormones being all over the place. You know, my attitude. And listen, I, I could be a little extra. I, that's my self-awareness. I, I could be a little bit extra. But man, baby, when I started my menopause, it was like I was on a thousand I didn't even recognize myself. I found myself covering my mouth because I had no idea what was going to come out next. And listen, I'm a married woman, so I can't be talking to my husband crazy. And I can't be talking to my babies and my children crazy. So I had to really just get some help with this. And so I started using Ambrin. I've been on it for about two months now. I feel great. I, I, you know, I still have night sweats occasionally and hot flashes occasionally, but man, not like before. And so I think my hormones are starting to balance because I feel like I've lost a little bit of weight now too. So that's a plus. So check back with me in six months and see how I'm doing. Make sure I didn't fall off and, you know, because listen, that Amberin is not cheap either. That thing is about $45. Okay. But it is worth it. It is worth it for me to feel more like myself because that's who I know. This other chick that was in the beginning when I first started, I don't know her. I'm like my Mariah Carey. I don't know her. <laughs> and trust me, you didn't want to know her either. I, I just, yeah, I, I don't like it here. I don't see why I can't grow old gracefully. I have to have all these big changes. But anywho, so I continued October with Miss Duranda Jones and she shared her survival to success story. She actually shared her story for the first time. And she was very nervous about sharing it. I think she had a lot of anxiety about it. Um, just because, you know, it's personal. It's a personal thing. And you're sharing it. And other people are hearing it. 
And, you know, once things are out there and subject to public opinion, you know, you start feeling a kind of way. But I was so proud of her for sharing it. I actually um, felt her nervousness through the phone. And luckily, she was in my town. And we just met up at the Starbucks and we just talked it out. And I talked her through it. And, you know, I think just um, putting a face to the person that's interviewing is always so helpful. Because it gives you that personal feeling. And so she was able to be comfortable while she was sharing her story. And so I'm so proud of her. She was molested. And um, she shared that and all the details with that. And you just really have to listen. She's such a sweet spirit. Very, very soft-spoken. I actually had to adjust the sound just so I can get her voice to match mine. But, you know... She is really a sweetheart, and I just really love that she um, chose my podcast to share her story for the first time. I carried on with Leslie Liljenberg, who shared her journey to the truth, and her story was a very different story. It was a different type of trauma where her mother would not share with her who her father is. Now, the way she found out that her father wasn't her father was when her brother just on a whim said, hey, let's take an Ancestry.com test. And their test did not come back identical. She had some different DNA than he did. And they were like, wait a minute. And so that started her journey to finding the truth about where she came from, who her father was, and then finding out um, who his side of the family is. And she shared her journey on making those connections and some were great and some were not great because with every secret, there's a story. And so she um, she was really very candid about uh, talking about that. Now, we continued on and finished out October uh, with Transforming Lives with Esther Murray. And she is my Tobagan sister. Listen, I know most of these folks on here are from the Caribbean, but trust me, it was not planned. That was just divine intervention. <laughs> but she is from uh, Tobago. And if you know anything about the Caribbean, uh, it's Trinidad and Tobago. It's kind of like they're a one. And she just shared how she interacts with the folks on her job. She was sexually harassed and she spoke about that and how the job um, did not support her. And that's so crazy and bizarre. But this is the world we're in. Quote, unquote, they told her, well, we didn't think he was going to do that to you. Well, it wasn't for you to think. It was for you to actually do something when she told you that she was being harassed. Unfortunately, because she blew the whistle, they made it hard for her to really get promoted and excel in that job. And she, she is still in that position today. But out of that became her coaching business. And so she's also coaching other young women on what signs to look for and what to do and what not to do while in the workplace. You know, we have to protect ourselves while we're there. In her experience, the job did not protect her. She had to really just do what she needed to do in order to survive and provide for her family. So that was a, a really good story. I finished out October with Domestic Violence Awareness because, as we know, October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And so I just uh, touched on some information that you can use in your daily life. 
you know, what is domestic violence, who it affects, how you can protect yourself, important numbers that you can call if you need help, um, important places that you can go to if you need to run out in the middle of the night, all those different things. And we always want to keep those things handy because even if we don't use them ourselves, there might be someone else going through something then. They may need them, so it's always good to really um, keep those handy. So I started November with a very, um, it was a very tough story to listen to. And I spoke with Jess Rich. She shared her story of being trafficked. And I'm talking human trafficking. You know, this is a thing. It's funny because people don't think that it happens, but this trafficking happens every day. And sometimes people are trafficked by their own family because there's money involved. And anyone can be trafficked. Women, children, men. Yeah, you think men don't get trafficked too? They do. And um, all kinds of things you're forced into, whether it be, you know, sex trafficking or being drug mules or... There's a lot that goes on in that industry that a lot of people don't know about. And so she shared her story of how she was trafficked, where she was trafficked, um, all of the, oh my gosh, all of the horrible things she saw and experienced along the way. Um, she talked about a friend that was killed in the room next to her, how she heard the whole thing. She heard the bones breaking. That really heightened my anxiety because she's such a good storyteller. I felt like I was there with her. I felt her emotions through the Zoom recording. I felt her emotions. And out of that tragic incident, she wrote a book, Surviving Trafficking and the Anti-Trafficking Movement. And I think you should really get that book because it teaches you a lot She's also a coach and she coaches you on what the movement is all about and how to protect yourself and signs to look out for. It was a really, really deep story. It was really deep. I'm telling you, you cannot listen to that and not either shed a tear or be affected in any way. And not that any of the other stories were not traumatic, but it. I think it was just the way she told it with the conviction and the strength and the power behind her words, you could feel it in the interview. So it was really amazing. And then, of course, we talked about Trauma to Triumph with Nancy Spano. And listen, this lady is such a sweet spirit. We talked about her having high blood pressure, which led to a stroke. And not only did she survive that, but shortly thereafter, she developed breast cancer, had a double mastectomy, and survived that as well. I mean, this is a tough chick. You know, sis is very tough. And to survive those two life-threatening things that most people don't come back from is amazing. But talk about a humble woman. We still speak today. I just love it. You have to really listen to her story and these are things that we can relate to as women these are things sometimes we can't even control they're hereditary or diet based you know but she shares her journey of how she got out of that and how her family supported her and man it was just amazing to hear how she just rose out of that 
So we got into our December and I did four episodes. First started with Empowering Your Money Mindset with Dr. Amanda Barrientes and she is the money healer. She went from food stamps to six figures and she coaches you into how to do that too. But along the way, she teaches you how to get rid of your money blocks. And um, she just really um, was an amazing woman. She had me on her podcast, The Woman Entrepreneur Podcast, and she gave me a business breakdown. She opened my eyes to where I was leaving money on the table. And who wants to do that? Okay, nobody wants to leave money on the table, but she is the truth. She is the truth. Just an amazing lady, and she is so knowledgeable about what she talks about. She speaks with conviction, and because she's confident in her craft, and she's confident about helping you out of your money block. So that is a very good episode to listen to, especially now where we're in the mindset of setting our goals and trying to say, okay, let's set our, our budget for the year. This is a great episode to listen to while you're doing that. And she also has a website that you could go on um, and get all the information you need. She will get you together, okay? It would be in your best interest to really seek her out. After I spoke with her, oh my gosh, um, whew, this interview with Dr. Forbes Riley. And if you don't know who she is... Let me tell you, this lady is amazing. She has done a lot in her life and I get exhausted just watching her do her thing. She is an award-winning TV talk show host, motivational and keynote speaker. She is a best-selling author and business coach and she is the queen of pitch. So she teaches you how to make the perfect pitch. Now, when I interview people for the podcast, I have a sis chat prior to that so we can get to know each other a little bit and we can talk about what you want to share, what you're comfortable sharing, what you're not comfortable sharing. But she didn't have time for that. She's such a busy lady. She didn't have time to have sis chat. She just had time for this one interview. And so I was very nervous. But the funny thing is, I did not know what level she was on until I looked her up afterwards and the way I even found her was I was on clubhouse I was in a clubhouse room and I was just listening to what she was saying and she was basically just telling everyone you can't sit on your butt and expect your money to work for you and expect things to happen in your life you have to get up and you have to get motivated and you, you have to hold yourself accountable because nothing will happen until you do something and I just dm'd her and I was like Dr. Forbes Riley, you know what? You are speaking to my spirit. This is what I do on my podcast. Here it is. This is who I serve. This is why I would love for you to be a guest on my podcast because I feel like she had a lot to give to the women that listen to this podcast, not even just the women, men too, because when you have the perfect pitch and you can do business, that is important because the perfect pitch equals perfect dollars. Okay, and we all want to keep our dollars in our pockets. And so that interview with her, it was amazing. I mean, we talked about the pitch and the importance of it, but she got personal. We talked about her life. We talked about her personal story, her personal journey, parenting, female and male energy. I mean, it was an amazing conversation. You definitely have to listen to that. And I would love to know what you think about it. After I interviewed Dr. Forbes Riley, my last interview of the year was with 
Miss Ramona Millard, and we talked about Grief to Grind. She is the CEO of Inspired to be Snatched and the author of Inspired to Love Me. What we discussed in her episode is something that no parent should have to talk about. After the loss of her daughter, she went into a depression. Um, after you've gone through the five stages of grief, and then finally when you come to acceptance, you know, there could be depression there, you know? So like most people do, when they get depressed, they eat their feelings. And this is where she was at. Once she came out of it and felt a little more like herself, she had all this excess weight. She discovered the green juice that helped to lose all that weight. And she just got into the health and wellness field and created her business out of that. And her book, Inspired to Love Me, was birthed from all of that. So she has a really compelling story. I mean, she was very candid in sharing what happened with her daughter's death and the aftermath with the person that was responsible for that. I ended the year with the joy of Christmas. <laughs> and, oh man, I shared traditions that we have in St. Thomas around Christmas time. And Christmas is my holiday, you know, around Christmas time. I mean, there would be a lot of food. There would be a lot of baking. And I would be in the kitchen because I love my belly. And I would get the spoon afterwards because, hey, there has to be a reward after grating carrots for carrot cake and grating the skin off your knuckles. There just has to be a reward after that. But I just go into all of those things. I talk about the food, the decorations, you know, the traditions that we do, all the little pranks that we played on each other as siblings and just living in our parents' house and how it was to be a child grown up in St. Thomas on the holidays. And um, that's how I ended the year. It started on a good note, ended on a great note. So... What is coming up for next year? Well, it is my hopes, fingers crossed, that my website would be finished. And that way I would be able to really reach more people. I would be able to have a link to the podcast. I would be able to collect donations for Save Our Little Sisters College Scholarship Fund to help the young ladies that are coming out of high school, going into college. I put myself through college as an adult. I know that if my parents had it when I was coming right out of high school, I would have gotten my degree. I probably would have gotten a doctorate by now. But I know what it's like to not have enough to try and achieve higher learning. This would be our way of giving back and supporting our little sisters that are really wanting to do great things in life. We have a, a female vice president, you know, she's already setting a great example for us. Women are on top this year. You know, I always say that our future is female and we have to really lean into that. And not only that, I would be able to sell merchandise because there's some Save Our Sisters merchandise that'll be coming out. There's some Save Our Sisters Unplugged podcast merchandise that will be coming out. So this is what I have coming up for the next year. Fingers crossed that it all happens. So before I close, I want to just give some things on what we don't want you to take into the new year. I don't want you to keep secrets of who has hurt you. It's their shame, not yours. Okay. They did something wrong to you and you don't need to keep their secret. Tell someone because the secret is only hurting you. 
they know what they've done. And by bullying you into keeping their secret, they're going on with life. They're living life like nothing's happened. But you're the one that's hurting because you're holding it in. Listen, you may think it's not showing up in your life, but because you're going through this hurt, you're paying for it and you're probably projecting it onto other people unknowingly. Okay? I also don't want anyone to not want to share their story because they don't want their voice recorded. That is not a good reason to not share your story. Your voice is going to be recorded. But if you're thinking that someone is going to recognize you, so what? So what? It is not your shame, as I've said before. It is not your shame. You have a divine right to tell people what has happened to you. Because when you do that, it frees you. You don't have to hold it in. It frees you. And I'm not going to act like it's an easy thing to do, sharing your story. It's not. It's really not. It is very hard. But we are a sisterhood and we can do it. When you listen to the stories on this podcast and you hear all those other women sharing all the things that they've been through, it should inspire you to share your story. But if you still want to share your story and you don't want anyone to recognize your voice, well, I got this new interface here that can disguise your voice. So if you want to share your story, but you want to conceal your voice, I got you. I got you. Don't worry. Because I want you to protect your mental health. Your mental health is important. You have to really take it seriously. It's part of your self-care package. Self-care, self-love. They go hand in hand. So by not sharing your story, you're just re-injuring yourself. So you have to be very careful about that, okay? So these are the things that I don't want you to do in the new year. I want you to stand in your power. I want you to walk in your blessings. I want you to live in your purpose and know that you are strong. You are strong enough to do this. But if you don't feel strong, we are a tribe of women, okay? And we will help you through it. That said, that's all I have for you for now. This new year will be even better. I will be strutting through the Instagram and Clubhouse streets and getting these stories out here so you don't feel like you're alone. I will also be working extra hard to make sure that you're informed and updated on current world events that are affecting women, giving you gems, dropping tips, all of those things. You are my sisters, which means you are all a part of my tribe. So I will leave you with that. And I will see you in the next episode. Peace and blessings. Thank you for supporting this episode. I hope you've been inspired and motivated so you can elevate your life. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe so you're kept in a loop when a new one drops. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other podcasting platform. I want to engage with you, so let me know what you think by giving the episode a rating, writing a review, or leaving a voice message, and I can share them in an upcoming episode. Now remember to also share this with your tribe. Until next time, remember, overcoming adversity not only teaches us a lot about ourselves, others, and life, but also gives us the opportunity to be reminded of our own power and strength. 
So don't be afraid to share your story. And when you're ready to do so, email saveoursisters2020 at gmail.com.